I mean, one of the biggest challenges that, that we hear repeated in the industry, or certainly that I hear, um, is that there's there's quite a high turnover. I mean, when you do find people that are talented, um, those people are in high demand um, and uh, it can be quite difficult to retain talent once you do find it. Um, is that something that you found in your experience? Um, and if not, how do you how are you retaining the talent in your teams? So, yeah, I mean, we're a fairly new team here, so it's not been too much an issue issue yet. But yeah, because the market's so frothy, right? It's almost anyone can walk out of a role to a, a better paid role somewhere because it's just the way it is at the moment. Um, but if you're being paid a, a fair salary, um, that's probably not the biggest reason why you're going to leave, right? It's going to be other things like not able to deliver what you want to deliver or you know, politics or not a great team to be in. So, yeah, you can't fix everything, but I, I really work hard to make the team a good team um, and to make you know, look after our people and do what I can. And even things like you know, flexible work and that kind of stuff, right? So um, I'm kind of relatively outspoken that a lot of, I think a lot of HR rules and things are kind of there for when there's an issue. They're not necessarily there to kind of say everyone's got to work that way. So I'm like, you know, with my team, I don't care where you work from or whatever else. If you're happy, if you're sitting on a beach, but you're delivering awesome work, why do I care where you're sitting when you're delivering awesome work, right? So, so work have that kind of culture where as long as they're involved and they support the teammates and they deliver what they're supposed to deliver, make it as good a work environment as you can for your team um, and do what you can within the kind of confines of whatever organization you're in to help give them development, interesting work, understand where they want to get to. So if someone wants to move in a certain direction, try and give them work and experience to help us move in that direction, that kind of thing. So doing as much as you can to support them and their goals. Um, and then when it does come time, come time for people to move on, they move on in a really positive way, which is, hey, I've learned some good stuff here, but I now want to move on to be a team lead or whatever my next role is. It doesn't exist here, but I'm moving on with a really good thing of I'm going to do a great handover because it's, it's a good mover rather than a bad mover, I guess, right? They're leaving because they want another challenge, but they're leaving in a good way that they've been really happy with their experience with you as opposed to leaving because they're pissed off. That the yeah, role it's the best outcome there. for both parties. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to have yeah. that turnover, but you can do your best to kind of make your team and your work environment as good as possible and give people as, as much challenging work as you can um, to retain them as, as long as possible. But then also understand that people will move on. So have those succession plans in place and make that moving on as positive as possible. Yeah. Uh, and and you mentioned um, uh, kind, of, kind of team politics there briefly. And, and if you've done your job successfully as a CISO or as any manager of a team, really, um, and you'll have built a team that in all likeliness contains a lot of diversity. So um, you might have some introverts, you might have some extroverts, some, some people might be confident, some not so much. Um, and you really you need that diversity of ideas and diversity of backgrounds to be a well-rounded team. But um, it's not often a challenge that's talked about is how, how you manage a team full of, full of diversity without you know, offending or upsetting anyone. So what kind of advice would you give in that area? Yeah, no, I think it's it's really interesting to have have a have a team of diverse thinking is going to have a team of people who think differently and have different ideas, right? You should be able to make sure make sure that comes out. Um, I, I guess I have a couple of things. One one thing is I'm I'm very anti kind of beige, so I think mm. there's a lot there's there's a, I think there's a real dichotomy in the kind of bring your authentic self to work and be yourself, but never ever offend anyone. Because if you're yeah. always worried about saying the wrong thing, you're not being a true self. And I don't think people are, cog- I think a lot of people who promote those two things don't realize that, that there is a challenge of having both of those at the same time. So you you can be polite and respectful, but equally also understand that sometimes people may say things that aren't, that you think aren't necessarily necessarily awesome, but they're not trying to offend you. They're just some, that's just the, their way of speaking or whatever else. So try and build that kind of grown up view of the team where people are, respect each other and understand each other has, can have different viewpoints and different ways of talking without it being an issue. Um, and the other thing is, is try and have multiple ways of, of 
bringing the best, best out in people. So, for example, we're, we're trying to kind of thrash out our team vision at the moment. So we kind of we can't come up with a couple of ideas and we, we shared them in the team meeting this morning. So that, that sort of wasn't the whole team. So we've got some time zones. We have to have two team meetings to get everyone in, in them. But it was you know, two thirds of the team. Um, and we kind of I kind of put it out there and said, hey, any thoughts from anyone? What else? What do you think? How, how does this resonate with you? But I'm also said offline, have a few days to think about it and come back via chat or email or whatever else works for you. So you, you try to have whenever you've got ideas or you're thinking about things, don't just talk in a meeting because the introverted people, the people who are quiet may not speak up. But then, OK, if it's not something that needs a decision right now, we can then say, OK, have a bit of time to think if you're someone who likes to mull things over, come back to me via chat or Teams or whatever, um, if that's your preferred way of communicating. So I make sure that as often as possible, you have multiple ways of both sharing information, but also receiving feedback and ideas so that the quiet people or the people who are more thoughtful and take longer to think about things can come back to you just as much as the people who like to stand up and have a chat and, and, and kind of a bit more off the cuff. Mm. So, yeah, so kind of have that kind of grown up respectful way of working and also make sure that you have multiple ways of communicating as much as possible to give everyone a fair opportunity to put their kind of thoughts in. Yeah, don't be beige. I quite like that. <laughs> it is. I think I think there's a real risk of people trying to be so inoffensive that yeah. they can never be themselves because it's just like just so bland. I don't I don't yeah. I don't think we want to get there really. We want to get to a place where you're respectful, but you respect that you can have differences. Mm.